0: This is Romancing the Zone, a podcast about a podcast about boys playing tabletop games.
1: I'm Mel Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Anne Kern. Let's roll. Eleven. It's good on the bait ladder. Oh, (laughs) fair. I (laughs) like that.
0: We pick back up with the king. King Jason Schwartzman. (laughs) A.K.A. Richard.
1: AKA poor Richard, look who called it.
0: You totally called it. I I was very proud.
1: Finally, finally, my eighth grade education has come to pass (laughs) and I, I pulled something that I once was told about fish mm-hmm. and guests in three days. Oh, right. Richard. The fish on your head.
0: So he's not on your head.
1: <laughs> but it is. A fish and a guest have the same longevity, mm-hmm. which is three days. Like, you can't handle them after that. Which that makes sense. So that sense. was it. But I still like a fish on your head. <laughs> well, now it's, right. It's
0: now the motto of our show. Which there we Which is just something we have to live with now. Thank you for that.
1: <laughs> so yeah, can. we
0: learned that The king isn't Benny Frank, but Benny Franklin was the king, the first king.
1: I very much enjoyed the history lesson as well, because it did give us, like, those are real names of real descendants. And I was was like... At first, I was genuinely like, is this real? Like, did this is this. A <laughs> I letter love that, that there happened? was that moment. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was nervous about that. I like that the boys had to ask too, like, um, Dad, is this actually what happened? Yeah. Because there's a lot of history we don't know about. Let's face some facts here. Oh, sure. History is written by the winners, and people mm-hmm. decide what we get to know. And yeah, what, what all happened? We'll never know. We, there might be a king somewhere. We don't know. We don't know. Unless you are Clinton McElroy, who is
0: probably part of the Illuminati. I agree with the boys. Me yeah, too.
2: That, that was a very long, a very long pause after that. Are you, are you in the Illuminati? Uh-huh. Because, right? you know, normally, the answer would be fairly quick. Uh, you, would think. No, you don't you, have to, you don't you have to ponder.
0: Like, did I, did I join the Illuminati accidentally? <laughs> Right, that was what it was. It was him going. Well, I was hanging out with Jay Z and Beyonce. Was that at an <laughs> Illuminati meeting? I signed up for for free
2: magazines, and they they keep coming. And now I'm getting these badges and invites to meetings. Right, and there was pyramids. a little
0: postcard. I checked yes on, and then I got a pyramid pin in the mail. Right, was
2: that the Illuminati? It would explain how he finds so much stuff
1: on Twitter. I don't know how he does that.
0: His Twitter game is next level. It is. It, it is. is. His Twitter
1: Illuminati for sure. I'm I'm humbled by his <laughs> Twitter game nonstop. Mostly because my Twitter Especially game is not Brittany's Twitter game. Yeah. right? <laughs> I got two. I don't use either. I can't decide. Oh god. <laughs> we'll get there one day, I keep saying, 34 years later. We'll
0: get there. By the time you get it, everybody's moved to Mastodon. Oh, what is that? <laughs> is that a thing? Oh, wait, Mastodon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, god damn it. That one's still in a... I'll figure that out later. uh, Yeah. It's nothing you need worry about this week. Maybe in two (laughs) weeks we're all going to be on Mastodon. But right now, we're good. Why is
2: there not a social media network called Illuminati? Like, everybody would want to sign up for that. Maybe there
1: is and you weren't invited to it.
0: I think you just created it.
1: I did. I uh, I have to do the (laughs) TMT. What the hell were we even talking about? Clint is Illuminati. History
2: lessons that were not history.
1: History and not history. There,
2: there will not be a pop quiz.
1: <laughs> I did love <laughs> Griffin asking if he should start writing things down as I am frantically taking notes. He asks, I'm like, "Oh no, no, no!" I'm like, "Well, damn it!" Like, yeah, I'm still not sure whether that was Griffin asking or Remy asking. It's see? funny; they way. do that line does blur. It been either one. It's
0: very much like, and maybe this is just it. Like I know they said outright to begin with, like these characters aren't meant to kind of fill in the same character archetypes as the trace horny boys which i don't think that they do um but as far mm-hmm. as like the lovable goofy one obviously we have remy and magnus where with magnus there were moments where we were like hold on is this Traver magnus yeah. like i got it this this line is blurring so we're kind of getting right with remy and griffin too i think mm-hmm. i
2: think they are kind of the same archetypes they're just not like the fantasy character archetypes because i think you still have sort of the the head and the heart and the hand. I love that. You know, like you have the, the strong one and the smart one and then the one who who puts more stock in relationships and, and emotions. So I think they do kind of... It's not an arch- a set of archetypes so much as it is you know, they manage to form this complete unit that's kind of this perfect unit. It's like just the right number of people and the right type of people to mm-hmm. work together as a team.
0: Right. It's just naturally the way that like a trio kind of works off of each other yeah. a, a trio that works well together will kind of fit together yeah so certainly i would agree with you there
1: Mm-hmm. also i just love that the head the heart and the hand that's so wonderful
0: yeah <laughs> that's nice i like that
1: i should podcast sleep to cry more <laughs> often there we go that's
0: the trick
2: <laughs> sleep sleep is a conspiracy by the mattress companies <laughs> which are part of the illuminati
0: back we're back but not casper <laughs> <laughs> not casper we brought it back and actually bringing it all the way back to the show you know after this history lesson that we get in this reveal that we get with king richard naturally the boys as remy and nadia and cardala start asking you know why are you telling us all of this what is this all leading to and this is where we get the name drop this is why it's called commitment Yes, Mm -hmm. Like, what a great setup. It reminds me of, like, how in especially really big games, you'll kind of have, um, like, an intro or a prologue section that you play through, and then you'll get, like, the title drop. And you're like, oh, that was just kind Mm -hmm. of the introduction Mm -hmm. to... The entire rest of the story that I'm about to play here. So that's what that really felt like. Are to me. you talking
1: about Kingdom Hearts I'm kind of talking about Kingdom, Kingdom three Hearts three 2 where intro. you had a three hour intro
0: and then they gave you the name of the game and everybody who was playing together looked at each other and went, holy shit, that was just the opener. <laughs> this feels like that.
1: And I love it. I would agree. I even wrote, ah, commitment. There it is. There it like, is. You were waiting for it. And that was perfect. Like it really it was. It was very
0: well done. I appreciated that very much. Yeah, because it was kind of baffling
2: up to this point. Like, well, yeah. okay, commitment, because why, why commitment? I mean, you know, it didn't bother me to not know because I, I figured it would make sense at the end, but I was mm-hmm. very curious about how that was going to yeah. fit Yeah,
0: it just kind of lingered.
1: Yeah. See, and I thought it might have just been the idea of do good. Sure, this commitment to... You're in to a committee, to... you're together, this is your commitment to do good. But I love that it came to something more solid than yeah.
0: that. Yeah, because it could have just been a mm-hmm. commitment to each other. Even, you know, having to stay together, that's a that's a commitment. Uh Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, And I liked even the way that he then discussed it, the fact that he was saying that there were those who would commit to others and then those who needed others to commit to them. It was just, it was very interesting and I like that we can see how much thought went into, uh, you know, Clint's creation of this story and the
1: characters Mm -hmm. and those voices. (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh. I know we've been gushing about him a lot. Well, But like, really every part of this is so well thought out and so well developed it really is all the research that he did that's it's historically accurate to what it needed to be accurate to. yeah and those beautiful dad maps love it i want to retire and be awesome (laughs) like goodness this is so great you just got to be really awesome
0: while you're working and then when you retire you can just continue to be awesome I mean, damn
1: it, I'm trying. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's the best we can all do. Listen, everybody <laughs> hang up a picture left, of Clinton so. McElroy on your wall and just <laughs> look at it and be like, This is for you.
1: <laughs> oh my god. I want to do this so bad <laughs> Just have a picture. Like a normal dad picture yeah. of him. And we will be like, Is that your dad? I'll like it's my internet father mm-hmm. and he's my you inspiration. Have to ask him for a
2: motivational quote. I will. We got to get a motivational quote. It has to be like the new, the new hang in there cat poster. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So maybe we can find him. If I am so fortunate to meet him at PodCon, this is my a number one hope. Yeah. (laughs) To just uh, Mr. McElroy, Mr. McElroy, can I get an inspirational quote from you? I need it for my portrait that I'm going to hang over my. Just immediately creep him out. I don't think you can, though. I don't think it's possible.
0: I just love that it went from "Can I get a motivational quote from you?" immediately to "For the portrait of you, I'm going to hang on my wall." All within <laughs> your first breath of speaking to this person,
1: it'll be fine. There may be
2: some candles. It'll be fine. Very classy. Very classy. No dark magic. It's cool. Uh, no, this doll
0: doesn't look like you. <laughs> no i wasn't trying to cut your hair
2: what are these scissors nah oh boy now we really better hope they never hear this
0: i'm gonna put a disclaimer at the start of this episode hey if your last name is mcelroy stop listening to this thing jump to the next one bye this one's not not for you it's fine it's fine and then the next episode hey uh me again mcelroy don't listen thank you we'll try again next time the sign over
2: the clubhouse door that says no McElroys. <laughs> no
0: McElroys. We love your show. Please don't come in here. Thank you.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Next. Next
1: topic.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, I so, I mean they're standing they're standing around trying to decide what to do. And I love that um Justin was really the first one to kinda jump in there and say, you know, like I'm I'm gonna follow along with whatever you guys are gonna do and, and justify that so well with the choices that his character would make mm-hmm. and what her priorities are. Mm-hmm. Um I thought that was extremely effective. Yeah. Like he just—he always nails it. Like out of he... out of somewhere with those character moments. Yeah. Like, yeah, he really does understand this person, and he's not just playing off of you know one
0: specific aspect of them. He's he's definitely thought this through. Yeah. In depth. Right. Very mindful. Right. He really embodies the characters that he's playing. Yeah. yeah I
2: mean, you know, not to not to put down um, anybody else. No, in, certainly in the same not. Capacity, right. but he just—he he always seems to quite. He just gets in there in the clutch for real, and I mean, it is—it is, it has been great to see that. I think they all started to. I, I just started re-listening to Balance um, mm-hmm. a little bit, and uh, I was—I was surprised that my memory of how fast they picked up on the characters and how fast they got to their court. It, it was—I thought it was a lot faster than it was. Right. So I've been very impressed by the contrast that, like, they are they learn learned get so much from doing mm-hmm. that Yeah, I think that they've brought that to these new characters, that they're able to understand them much quicker and, and make them more relatable to us, too.
0: Yeah. Well, and of course, a big part of that is just now the comfort that they have yeah. in starting this new story versus the other one, which was just kind of, you know, it was a shot in the
1: dark, essentially. I love that whole scene of them talking it through, because I like that, for me, is a lot of what role-playing is. Is... Like, you know, you roll the dice and that's super fun. And I do love that part, but I love the actual human discussion point of it. And Travis going into Nadia so perfectly and just like, well, let's think about this logically. Mm -hmm. Let's do this is makes the most sense if we do it this way. And it did make the most sense. I was like, appreciated all of the steps that it wasn't just everyone jumped at that, but they did kind of let Nadia take it. And bring up Mm -hmm. this is what we need to do and this is why we need to do and it's like yes of course and then let's do it yeah and then sedition sedition time (laughs) grab your friends i have a quick question (laughs) yeah so okay the very beginning we have the party oh yeah the very beginning the mixer did everybody get superpowers from that i think Because then they're bringing up the people we met before, and then suddenly they've got the power. And, like, a lot of them Mm -hmm. were the... um, Because, like, Martine was always uh, a department head. Right. So, assumedly, all the department heads have something. Yeah. But I feel like they were pulling, like, uh, Jamie was definitely one of the players, but now she has power. Oh, was Jamie one of the people here? I know he brought her up. Oh. Uh, And Addison and
2: Flanagan were were their... Weren't they? They were playing also. They were.
0: But they were a part of a
1: a former team. Right. Because
0: weren't they part of Mary's team? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That was
0: my impression, was that, like, I thought the people here who were displaying powers, besides Martine's heat vision, which, uh, thank you.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) But yeah, then the other people were Mary's teammates, so that they could create their conduit and get her working. Right.
1: When I knew that, but I know he brought up people from the beginning that were the players. Well, then maybe. But I don't remember if they had the superpowers. I just remember they were there. And I just remember Jamie because she was the one that was, we're not fucking helping you. I was like, whoa, like that kind of (laughs) like threw me for a loop.
0: Well, that was kind of what, you know, I think this came up in one of when we talked about that episode with the escape room was whether everybody was getting the powers or not, which I guess this means Mm -hmm. they did. I did not go back and double-check the names of the people Clinton was naming in this one. So that's on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't... Yeah,
2: you do kind of need a cheat sheet. I mean, I, I I respect and appreciate the large cast. It is a lot of characters right. for a short arc.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Um, so it is a little... It is a lot to keep track of.
0: Yeah. But if those were the people in the room, then yeah, I would I would wager that, yes, everybody did end up getting powers. Because that was my impression. The fact that like they were all in the escape room meant that all these people had already been chosen.
1: See, and I took it as one of you's a winner. Three of you are better than the rest (laughs) of you, and that's why. What are you gonna do with everybody else, I guess, you know? Send them back. Throw them off the bird.
0: (laughs) Hope you can swim real good. (laughs) (laughs) Do you imagine you get swimming powers. Bye!
2: Here's your parking validation. Bye.
0: (laughs) Bye! Uh, So having Mary's teammates here with their powers shows us why why they had to go get Mary and kind of give some credit to Mary's plight. Mm -hmm. Can I just say, but yeah, this idea of needing her to broadcast to every screen in the country, this, this, uh, this message from the King of the United States and the concept laid out is really interesting and it's fantastic for an ongoing story.
1: Yeah. Um, were either of you guys swayed at all? That, like, you know, he's a little bit right. Like, look at what happened this last time situation.
0: I mean, I think that's part of the brilliance of it is that, yeah, part of you is sitting there going, I mean, not entirely wrong. (laughs) You're bringing up some points here. This is kind of painful.
2: Okay okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to decide whether, you know, it's kind of like so he wants to be. Super media famous, and that's that's his his method of reaching out to people. It seems like there would have been other options um, of how how you sort of say, "Hey, I've been your secret king this whole time. What's up?" Um, so I thought that was a that was a cool that was a cool choice to be like, uh, "I'm going sure. to be this too." Yeah, it's you know, very direct refrigerator. There's just going to be this person right. there who's like,
1: "By the way, it's such the modern choice though." Because right. what are we all staring at all the time? Yeah, yeah. and every screen. And I love yeah. that because normally it's every TV. And that's always mm-hmm. what happens in the movies yeah. and the TV shows when some overlord takes over. And it's yeah. never a good guy. Right. It's never well, that's somebody you who's know, like, oh, good. I was going to vote for him. But hey, done and done. This yeah, Yeah.
2: I'm, and We certainly, like, we, we, we may ascribe people a lot of power because of their sure. you know, how ubiquitous they mm-hmm. are in media in real yeah. life. So it's it's a believable it's a believable approach. Although we don't we don't know anything about the King's fashion game. Yeah. That's that, important fair. Important. Uh important. Mm-hmm. So one one detail that that uh, Clinton left out for us was <laughs> how is this guy dressed? Uh does he look cool?
0: If in the same vein of these great dad maps, if we could get <laughs> like a like a dad fashion splash page for what the king of the United States wears. That would be great. And help us make this decision.
2: Yeah, I was definitely picturing a cape.
0: (laughs) I was not,
1: (laughs) but now I am. I was picturing a big purple cape. Like the classic king cape. Purple with the white fur with the black speckles on it. And then the giant crown so you guys
0: both went very classic
1: and then of course jason schwartzman's face. Yeah, i'm still seeing jason schwartzman i can't stop seeing jason schwartzman in
2: like like even even like a burger king crown and a cape um, that's it just that's
0: like the canon now
1: as long as it's jason schwartzman <laughs> step one get jason step two i think we need to tag him on this podcast <laughs> jason We need you in on this. This episode brought to you by Jason Schwartzman. (laughs) But no, you're right. Like, I would love more of a visual besides Jason Schwartzman now (laughs) in a Burger King crown. (laughs) Plasted across every screen where people thought they were getting the Kingsman advertisements (laughs) and trying to close out. Everybody go to Polyvore if that's still a thing.
0: I don't even know if that's the name of the website. Everybody go to that website where you could just pick out articles of clothing and put together a splash page of what you think oh the queue would look like. That, that, sounds, would that sounds
2: made up, but that is actually the name of the site, polymore <laughs> It
0: does sound made up and dirty.
1: Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I don't think Richard's that evil. I don't, think his, you. I don't think Richard thinks he's evil at all, obviously. Agreed. Yeah. But in, in a genuine feeling, I don't think he's evil either. I think he is misguided. Like, you know, when he wants to stop when Mary starts getting hurt. Right. And he's the one that's like, okay, we're going to stop this. We'll do it some other way. Yeah. That's where I was kind of like, okay, this isn't some crazy despot who will stop it and nothing. This is somebody who genuinely wants good. Yeah. Like He just doesn't know how to do it.
2: It's like beneficent egotism, you know, yeah. is, it's like yeah. really narcissistic and he thinks he's the only one who can fix everything. Right. But it, it's also coming Tom from, Cruise. He's he is trying to fix things. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a typical supervillain. He's not trying to destroy the world. He is actually genuinely trying to make it better. Right.
0: You know, you get Martine then stepping yeah. in and even the speech he was giving it sounds like at least to me I took away that it sounded like he was going oh to be God. taking position his position as king of the United States yeah. but the do good fellowship is going to be playing a key role here as well so it almost seems like he was raised with this idea that he is you know this this ruler waiting to lead but really it seems like mm-hmm. he might even be like just a puppet or a mouthpiece for now the people in the Duke of mm-hmm. Fellowship. Yeah. Like, they're going to let him go ahead and bring about this thing, but in the end, they're going to be getting power, too. Right? Yeah, he
2: seems like kind of a convenient figurehead yeah, for them to use as an excuse to mm-hmm. have this whole backstory of, like, yeah, this is why we should definitely be in charge. Yeah. And he does seem sort of a little childish and Absolutely. not. He, I mean, because the whole, the plan is is a little weird, and it's interesting that he's decided, like, Oh, I'm going to create a bunch of powers, but he doesn't have
1: powers. Right. So he can always be part of the people. Yeah. Ooh, I love that point.
0: Well, and something else that backs up this idea that maybe Richard is just genuinely misguided, and it's the fellowship that we have to watch out for, it is, you know, like we just brought up with Mary, that when she is hurt, yeah. Richard tries to shut it down, whereas Martine kind of doubles down, yeah. and she threatens Mary and tells her to shut down right. just all electronics, which that's going to kill a lot of people. Yeah, because, I mean, his whole
2: concept was, oh, it's, you know, it's a debate. This is a right. you know, this is a democracy. I want to convince people that I'm right as opposed to I want them to come to me voluntarily versus I'm literally and figuratively going to hold them at gunpoint. Right.
0: I did appreciate, I think especially that it was Mary who was in danger that Remy was like, oh, okay, nope, I can't do this. Because I think of all of the three of them, you know, Remy's the most aside from, like, Irene, Remy's kind of the peacemaker. Like, he wants to be chill with everybody. Mm-hmm. He he wants to keep it cool. Let's talk this out. He seems to be that kind of person. But, you know, he promised Mary that they were gonna not hurt her, that she wasn't gonna yeah. be, you know, put in any danger or anything like that. And now she's being held at gunpoint by a person with heat vision, no less. And this is the point where he's not gonna stand idly by and let that happen. This is the point where he's going to step in. Mm-hmm. And... I appreciated that a lot it felt organic for the character and it felt like it made absolute sense especially in that moment and especially under the circumstances mm-hmm. adding to that i like that we get to see some of his moves some of them kinetic powers right yeah that that was uh in
2: the in the movie of this that would be a super cool scene
0: <laughs> for sure so Remy gets to be hot
1: Nadia gets to be hot. They all get to be hot. Everybody has <laughs> a super hot moment. Yeah.
0: Nadia pulling a fast one and threatening Richard, which we established, you know, we we just said and I think the characters were kind of with us that like he's not the big concern here. Martin right, is the yeah. concern. So when Nadia turns and uses him as a hostage kind of situation,
2: yeah,
0: that was dope. Yeah, she
2: she figures out that he's the weak link mm-hmm. before before we do. That we figure out that the reason that March part of the reason Martine is in this entire game that she has this relationship with with Richard, right. apparently. A um, genuine one, and right? Is really to yeah, her, so that that would work against
0: her. Yeah, yeah, um, and it even through Clinton off. Which right. was, I was going
1: to say, I love from the gameplay you know, aspect was really good. that Clint gets that experience of oh shit, like. I had a plan, my plan is now gone. What do I do? Give me a minute, hold on, let me think about this. And, because how many times did that happen to poor Griff? Like, constantly. (laughs) (laughs) He thought something was going to go, okay, turn around, we're doing it this way now. There are
0: always really great moments. You know, because I feel like it happened a lot with Griff that we weren't necessarily aware of. Um, But then when he shines light on it later, you're like, oh, that ended up being a right. really great
1: moment too. So we get right. that with Nadia. Which again, yeah, that's like such a pivotal point in here. That was never a plan. And it always makes me wonder, what was the plan? Cause I can't I can't see another way of doing it. And it yeah, it changed up the course of the fight just
0: enough because then Martine firing at Nadia, another fake out. It hits yeah. you know, it hits Richard, and that that changes. Mm-hmm. things as well
2: yeah is over there playing three-dimensional right. chess right oh my god
0: <laughs> for real I mean I you know I was really
2: impressed by Travis that that um you know because it's it's one thing to kind of try and inhabit a different character and approach things the way that they would approach them but you know I don't I don't know if he thinks he's a super smart person you know he's kind of made some jokes about Nadia and her science and not necessarily understanding those concepts um right but man those that was clever that was very clever very clever that was a, it was a very unique approach to how do we resolve this
0: conflict? Yeah. And another really great embodiment to the character being played.
2: Yeah. It's the, it's this it's something that a, an analytical mind would come up with. Um, and yeah, and, and it's, a, it's a very specific approach to problem mm-hmm. solving. And I'm, I'm really impressed that he's able to switch approaches to problem solving since most of us just kind of do the first thing that comes to our heads, even if we're playing right. a character, I think.
0: Yeah, it's kind of instinctual. Whereas, right, no, great embodiment across the board from all these boys. Absolutely. So following the scruffle between all these characters, things start moving very fast after that, you know. Mary starts breaking Mm -hmm. up the base, which was cool to learn that, like, oh, it's not supposed to Mm -hmm. do that. (laughs) They're not all supposed to break off at once, and now suddenly we're in danger. Who... Sylvain? Did Sylvain run? Like Sylvain didn't go with us and then the he, skimmer. Yeah.
1: He went for another one. He was looking for another way out.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause that seemed like a point of interest.
1: Yeah,
2: potentially.
0: Because of course we know that this is the last one, but in general this was left so open ended, which I appreciate.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: that's what you want. We wanna you know, it's nice to have that possibility for more. Right. Like there's a chance that this is that they'll come back to this, and I
2: like that. Yeah, I think Clint must have. He definitely put the work in. I mean, oh, I think yeah. that, that he wanted to do a an after credit scene. I love um that and he appears to have plans in the future yeah. for Richard and for this organization. Yeah, um, and I think I think it was obvious all along that he had put. I, I don't want to say more thought than was necessary, but more thought than would have been able to fit you know, the equivalent of on screen in a short arc, mm-hmm. you know, that he was obviously, he was planning for something much longer. I mean, I think there were a few times maybe where uh, the narrative got a little bogged down because of that, because I think you could tell that he had put so much work into it and so much passion and it was bigger maybe than it, than it needed to be for the space that right. they were, that they were fitting it into. Um, so I think occasionally that didn't work, but, but at the same time, that means, you know, it's nice to see, uh, the tip of the iceberg and know the rest of the iceberg is down there, you right. know, that there's all this additional right. depth to the bird yes. itself, and, and <laughs> so yeah, I'm talking about
0: icebergs,
1: <laughs> oops
0: <laughs> but I'm with you could this story, could this this same story, this same premise be told with less yes, would it have been as good, no not nearly, so I really do appreciate all the extra time and effort an investment that you can feel went into this yeah. because really in the end, it I mean, we benefit. We the listeners get to benefit from all of the extra work that you can sense got put into it. And it comes across. Especially with the stinger, which was my mm-hmm. only note on the stinger is just hell yes. <laughs> I love that that little that hint, that right. teaser of what's to come next. And well done, it makes me want more commitment. Right.
1: There's, um, I'm dying, and of course, um, my big old crush on Cardala, I'm dying to know Mm -hmm. her origin story, which I, right now, equate to a bit of a Naruto thing, where they had to imprison her, essentially, as she says... In Irene, oh. yeah. So like, there's a tiny she was adorable baby Irene. They're like, oh shit! Yeah. Like, and you're in here. Okay, good. Oh, <laughs> now we're all safe from you for a minute. Like, maybe she was causing horrible snowstorms. Maybe I that love was this. when they had really bad blizzards. I don't know, but I want to <laughs> know. And so, if they <laughs> yeah. choose to do this, I will be delighted.
0: Justin, if you didn't heed my advice at the beginning <laughs> of this episode and you're still listening, uh, go ahead and just like email us what her origin story is. We won't tell anybody. Thank you. <laughs> let us know if Brittany he got it in one him. if she's essentially the cutie right? is irene the next leader of konoha let us
1: know
2: <laughs> just when you thought it couldn't get dark
1: right we'll always push it that well,
0: listen i didn't open this door <laughs> i just walked right through it and started banging pots and pans as i did But so we did have a debrief, which I I think we can touch on that and kind of, you know, it it was nice to have this because we get to see kind of where the boys sit Mm -hmm. at the end of this. And for what it's worth, I agreed uh, on the the points that they brought up. One, on the Mm open-endedness, leaving it nice and open-ended and possible to return to it. And then also agreed that the Fate style was difficult for this... What is it? What are these called? I have yeah. live play written. That's not it. That's a. Is it mini art. That's a YouTube thing. That's what I do on Twitch. Live play. They're sometimes called. I've is heard it a, a couple live play? of different terms. Right. There's like a term for it and I can't. Oh. Whatever. We all know what I mean. But yeah, no, I think Fate was not super friendly for an audio medium.
2: Yeah. I felt like they were just chafing with it a little bit. Um. And I mean, I think some of it it has to do with gameplay style, and it has to it has to um, fit the style of the GM, mm-hmm.
1: especially, yeah. Um, because yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I
2: think that we've we've had the opportunity to see three pretty different approaches. I mean, there's certainly some overlap, but um, I, I think Clint is really into the kind of deep dive history of, um, you know, pulling from these really disparate things, pulling from real history, from his personal history, uh, from things that he's interested in, and coming up with these really complicated worlds and and being really interested in the minutiae. Um and you know, I think Travis was he he seemed really puzzle oriented, kind of challenge oriented. Yeah. Um and and very much thinking in those terms. And I think Griffin was uh really kind of character development and overarching narrative um based on those yeah. character developments. So I think it's it's also a question of how do you how do you fit it to the player style, how do you fit it to the GM Right. Style? Mm-hmm. How do you marry um, all of this
0: together? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then I mean, you know, and this is all on on top of it's not just a game that basically they're using it as a, a platform to do this, like, crazy narrative improv, right. which is... I mean, this is, like, this is super, like, improvisational jazz that they're doing mm-hmm. with whatever system they're working with, with whatever story they're working with. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's... I, I mean, I like the experiments, and I like that it's experimental, and that maybe sometimes it doesn't go exactly as well. Yeah. I mean... No, I'm I glad that they, they tried it. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think Clinton maybe felt a more confident about how it had gone than, than the others did. I don't know if they seemed a little more hesitant about, um, you know, whether they needed to try a different approach since uh, Griffin was talking about trying something different.
0: Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that even, you know, them having these kind of different opinions on it, I wonder if part of that also comes down to the fact that Clinton was the one running it and the boys were the yeah. ones who were the one had to, you know, be more on their toes and more yeah. reactionary. Right. Uh, but I do agree with them that I'm sure – playing it is great like when you don't have to worry about an audience when Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about making sure you know thousands of people are all on the same page with you Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's fantastic and like a really really great play system so i think for yeah again just in the for the vein of doing a a, a let's play (laughs) (laughs) whatever they're called it was a little fumbly
1: but i'm interested to see what they do next I'm really hoping that Justin will DM GM next, just since we've had a taste of everybody now. I imagine he would.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I would be very curious to see how his approach would, would differ. I guess mm-hmm. we'll
0: find out in a month, because they're doing the Tacoma live show next. Mm-hmm. I don't know when they're going to air the Nashville show.
1: I was going to say, that when he said that, I was surprised that it was the Tacoma and not the Nashville I think
2: they're sitting. Mm-hmm. I think
1: they're sitting on Nashville.
2: Oh, I can't wait! And for I'm not going to gonna tell. Nashville. No one. I think. I think his, his. I think no one has posted any spoilers. I haven't seen anything. Um, I mean, yeah. We no. About
0: it. This is a good fandom. It is. Kid is killing us to sit on it. Oh my god, <laughs> Britney especially. Um, There's just one thing that I'm like. I can't wait till she knows.
2: <laughs> I'm glad I won't have to keep the Tacoma live show secret from you guys. Yeah.
1: For, for long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so the reason I'll I'll be at the Tacoma show, Um, Brittany Brittany will not, because she couldn't get a ticket. I'm sorry, Brittany. (laughs) I'm really sorry. That's okay. That was was a really fortuitous, uh, terrible, terrible birthday impulse buy. Uh, But yeah, I will be at the Tacoma (laughs) Adventure Zone show. Um, And both of us will be at PodCon in Seattle. Both of us being Brittany and Anne. Poor
0: Nell. so two two of the three. Poor Nell. I'm going to be killing it here. Come get at me, everybody else. (laughs) Fair
1: enough. So we can't seem to find all three of us in one spot. This is this is becoming a Listen, problem.
0: Listen, that's because our powers will ignite if we're all in one spot. <laughs> this is true. Oh, snap. <laughs> and one of us explodes. Oh. So we have to stay apart. It's it's, it's, it's we, I won't say which one.
1: <laughs> Surprise. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be at PodCon. And I'm super stoked about it. I built my own schedule uh, via Google Sheets so I could, like, make notes and highlight and Nerd. whatnot. Uh, huge, yeah. But yeah, I'm totally stoked about it. I'm going to have my nice... romancing the zone shirt which i'm actually wearing right now to feel the power
2: yeah so if you if you see people at podcon wearing romancing the zone t-shirts that will be one of us we are friendly if you see somebody with (laughs) adventure zone puppets that will be me i am also friendly and so are they so please say hi
0: and if that is the case you are in for a real treat because they are just the most delightful puppets in the world so check your girls at podcon check those puppets at podcon And in the meantime, as always, feel free to get at us over on Twitter at RomancingZone. And when next we meet, we'll be back with the Trace Horny Boys, so you know that's going to be good. Till then, I'm Mel Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Anne Kern. And we have been Romancing the Zone.